0: WGCH, a broadcasting fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio.
1: Good morning, stylish friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I'm glad to be back. I wasn't here last week. i um, glad to be back and glad to welcome another heat wave as i realized, I don't know if you're like me, but I re- this is obviously coming from someone who does a bit of shopping, <laughs> both professionally and personally. I realized that I'm happy about this heat wave. Normally, I'm complaining. I'm complaining about humidity, not really the heat, just humidity. And I just, like I said to you, Bob, this morning, I'm actually happy. Why? Because I realized there's a a lot of my summer purchases that I have not worn yet. So this heat waves, you know, I'm ready for fall. There's no, obviously, you've heard me say this before. I love the fall. I love the weather. I love the clothing. However, I don't want to rush it. And I realized that there's so many things that I haven't worn in my summer wardrobe, that I'm like, oh, well, now I need to wear it. You know, I was ready to put on a sweater and not so fast.
2: Ah, yes. I was just going to say, what really is that, that determining factor of calling it fall? I guess it's where you feel you really need to wear a sweater. Yeah. Or, or something more, maybe. But
1: Yeah, it's definitely the temperature.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, because, you know, the leaves could start to change, but we could still have warmer weather. I guess, True. you know, not dramatically, but, you know, we could st- we could still do that. But...
2: but- Indian summer, right? Which I guess we're supposed to call Native American summer.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh gosh! You know, I didn't even think of that one. <laughs> I need a, I need a book. I need a list of. Uh yeah, updating my myself of all those kind of things. Uh, yeah, see, I would have just said, "Oh yeah, Indian summer." By the way, I like how that sounds. It sounds pretty, and it sounds I don't know, but yes, it, yeah. it does. Right? You say Indian summer right away. I think. But it's, of,
2: I think it's it, it, it's evocative of memories gone by that, when, that were really nice,
1: right? Well, that's how I would mean it. Warm weather and
2: it looks really colorful and interesting outside. Yes,
1: exactly. That's what I think of color. Like red and auburn and orange and all those really beautiful colors. That's exactly what I think of. Like I remember when I was a kid – we used, to do, we used to copy off of what me and my girlfriends, with like my, my mom and my aunt who was older, you know, my mom's younger sister, and they used to mix baby oil and iodine in a spray bottle and spray themselves and then lay out in the sun. Why? Because you would get what they would say like an Indian color. It would be like a red-brown you would get. Oh, really? And that was very desirable. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I can remember. So we would do that, too, as, like, not kids, oil but, you know, like iodine. teenagers. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby oil with a little bit of iodine. You'd mix it up, and you would just squirt yourself with the oil, straight-up oil. Yeah, imagine the sun damage. No SPF whatsoever. <sighs> that was for fair-skinned people, <laughs> which I'm not. And, oh, yeah, I would get – I mean, I would look like a raisin. Not not shrivelly. I just mean the color. Um, yeah, until one year, I remember this very clearly because I was 21, I was at the beach with friends for, I don't know, a couple days, and I was doing my usual – because then I think we switched to this, like, carrot juice. It's, it's actually suntan lotion but has carrot juice in it. They still sell that, by the way. Interesting. We switched to that. and oh, it's you know, got
2: SPF. What the heck?
1: Y- yeah. And I'm there, you know, lathering myself up, cooking myself to death – and I remember one time, first of all, one time I met a friend's parents for the first time. And my friend's mom thought I was a different race
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because I was that dark. But anyway, I'm at the beach with my friends, blathering myself up, getting, you know, really, really dark, thought it was so cool. And I went home. The next day I was going home. I got home, went to bed. Next morning, got up. I had a huge sun blister on my lip.
2: Wow. That I had
1: never gotten before. Hmm. I mean, it was huge. My whole lip was swollen. The inside of my lip was actually pushed out. It was, I mean, it was really bad. I looked like something out of our horror film. I'll never forget. I got up and I was like, oh, my lip feels really weird. Like it was hanging. Mm. And I looked in the mirror and actually scared myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember I had to call out of work. I had to go to the doctor. It was so bad. And he said, yeah, you, you know, can't do that. Can't do that. So from then on, I learned my lesson, and I started to wear sunblock a little bit. I definitely did on my face, and then obviously over time. Now, my gosh, I don't you know I wear it every day, even if I'm not in the sun. It's with my you know my makeup routine. It's how different things are now. How differently I look at you know. I've I've tried my best to reverse all the sun damage that I have done, and I've I've done a pretty good job. I've gotten there. Thank God I recognized it at some point in my 30s, and it wasn't too late. But Man, oh, man, (laughs) sun damage. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I digress. So um, let's talk about, uh, let's talk trendy, specifically about this micro trend that's all the rage right now. So you might be saying, what is a micro trend? Let's talk about that. So micro trend is basically, it's just one that kind of, Quickly rises in popularity and then quickly falls. So kind of like a fad, I guess you could say it's kind of the same thing. Um, but, you know, I did a little research on this just to see exactly how how long is long. And from what I found, a micro trend is about three to five years, could be three to five years, which is longer than I thought.
2: Yeah, I would have said, I wouldn't have thought a trend was that long.
1: Well, it said a trend could be longer. That wow. could be, yeah. So, um, and that does make sense if you think about that, because there are some trends that you think, oh, that's not new. We've seen that several seasons. And if you really think about it, it's going back several years now. What happens is it just becomes more in the foreground or the background. So kind of shifts.
2: So from blue jeans, I guess, have been a long, long trend.
1: Well, I would say, I, don't, I wouldn't even say they're a trend. Oh. I, I would just say that's, a, that's just a staple Hmm. I mean, I think the type of blue jean would be the trend. So whether oh. it's a wide leg, it's a skinny jean. Like a skinny jean was a trend. And it was a trend for several, many years, right? Hmm. Yeah. Where we've now seen it kind of shifting. And it isn't
2: completely gone, though. But I see right. Point. It's not yeah.
1: completely gone. Right, right. But it's now, because you can still buy skinny jeans, for sure. But... If you want to be, you know, cur- really current, it's the boyfriend jean. It's a wide-leg jean. It's a looser cut. It's a high-waisted. High those are all kind of in the for- forefront now. Hmm. So, so, yeah. So I would say denim in general is never – I don't think it's a trend. I think that's like, you know, a black suit, you know, a blazer. I think it's just a, a staple. But this micro trend that's been happening, it's basically photo- photographic prints and sort of painted graphics – So picture something that looks like it should be on canvas in a museum. That's what this trend is, and it's um, – I notice a lot of the things it's on is more sheer fabric, and it's more bod- very body conscious, so it's oh. very fitted, but the print itself looks like it could be a painting. It's really pretty, really beautiful. Um, has very so much it's a not p- a
2: repetitive print.
1: Correct. Uh-huh. It's more like a watercolor. It looks like you're wearing a watercolor, and it's a blouse or a, a fitted dress, or I've seen pants – Um, But yeah, it's really, really nice. I think the good thing about this is... The colors are easy to match, and it's easy to wear. So so people say, well, I don't like prints. They're tough to wear. They can be, depending on the prints, the scale of it, and the colors. But this is more like a painting, so you really can just match it with anything, you know, a neutral or a a color that's in it. Mm. Um, So, yeah, so that's this micro trend right now. It's basically just patterns that look like they belong on canvas in a museum. That's the best way I can describe it. I think they're calling it photographic prints, and uh, I, I have to say I like it. It's very pretty. It's very sort of ethereal looking. And I think this would be a way to wear a print without feeling like you're wearing a prince, if that makes any sense. I mean, it's not bold. In other words, it's sort of subtle and oh. interesting to look at. Trying to think if I have a thing. I do. I have a T-shirt from years ago that I would describe as this. And you know what? I just realized I bought that T-shirt at a museum. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I just remembered. I bought two of them. In fact. And they at the were. The beginning of
2: the trend. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yes, this was years ago. I was at the Met and they had some sort of, you know, I, I always go to like the arms and armor section. I, like, I love all, looking at all that medieval time kind of stuff. Wow. And I went one time to look at paintings. And they had – I don't remember the artist or the exhibit, but I remember going into the gift shop because I always have to look there. And I usually like to get the little postcards of whatever it is I was looking at. And they had T-shirts with that sort of sort of a screen print type of thing on it, of the painting. So I do have this trend. I just remembered. <laughs> Interesting enough. Of course, All
2: that's right. a screen print of a real painting. Yes. Which I don't hear you saying that the the –
1: the, the micro-trend. trend,
2: yeah, the micro trend has to be actual a real painting, but it m- must evo- evoke that.
1: It, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, hmm. and like I said, it's very sheer fabric of what I'm seeing. It's on like long sleeves or fitted tees or like very fitted bodycon type of dress. So it's interesting. It's, well, it
2: sounds like it also uh, it hides the curves underneath because because
1: it, well, it would be busy. Me, yeah, yeah, in a sense. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. Mm. Yeah, That's tr- in some sense. Depends, I guess, on what, you, what you're what you wearing. Mm. True. All right, so ugh, bird update. I don't have a bird update other than <laughs> – Well, you I, wrote it
2: down in your note. That's what you're doing.
1: Re- I did, yeah. and this is what I have to say about the birds. <laughs> I stopped feeding them for a little while. Oh, oh. Well, two reasons. One, I just read somewhere that there's some kind of disease or something that the birds are sick somewhere. Oh. I, don't, I didn't hear it's Connecticut. I actually heard it's in the south. Okay. And But I did hear that one way to help them is actually not to feed them.
2: Interesting. Because
1: the food is plenty right now. They, they'll get food. It's more like in the winter months, it's more important to feed them. Someone else told me that, too, and I thought, Ugh, no way. I'm feeding my birds, you know. That was reason number one, or I should say reason number two. Reason number one was my dogs have been eating the scraps that the messy, you know, they make a mess, and the seeds go all over the shells or whatever they're throwing, mm. go all over the grounds. And when I let my dogs out, they were eating it, and both my dogs were sick two weeks ago. I don't know if it's from the bird seed. We couldn't figure it out. I took them to the vet. They were fu- they're were they fine now. Yeah. but. I did notice they were kind of sniffing around and picking at them and eat and chewing on the bird seed. Mm. So I thought, well, maybe it's that. They might be damp or, or just wet or whatever, bacteria or something. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I, I have not fed my birds. But I hear them all the time. In um, the meantime, I'm busy with my tomatoes, as I told you earlier. Um, they're growing nicely. My jalapeno peppers are growing very nicely. We actually had one. We harvested the first. There was one that was really big, and I said, okay, I think he's ready. <laughs> and we did. My husband made guacamole. And it was delicious. And it was hot, too. Oh, I yeah, wasn't well. sure if it would be hot. Well, I've had – so I like hot food, and my husband likes even hotter food. He can really take the heat. So I have learned over the years how to pick a jalapeno pepper, like which ones from the grocery store, which ones are going – probably going to be very hot versus a little bit of hot. And so I thought because these didn't look, like, aged enough, I thought they weren't going to be too hot mm. – um, but they were so <laughs> happy about that. Very happy about that. All right, I'm um, gonna take a break. Actually, when we come back, the scoop de jour: Grandma trends that will be huge for the fall. You don't want to miss this one. Stay with us on 1490 W G C H
0: Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally. As personally as you do.
1: Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so... Let's talk grandma. <laughs> Let's talk the grandma trends that are huge for the fall. You're thinking what are you talking about? Grandma trends. I like I like calling it this. And I I love this because uh it gives it some interest, right? So the number one of the not the number one, my favorite I'm going to call it. My favorite trend is anything crocheted. Hmm. So, uh it, this, by the way, started really last spring. Here's the example of another trend. We started really to see these, this on the runway last spring, continued into the fall. It's continuing into this fall. Um, and it's anything that looks crocheted. Now, it does. It could be actually crocheted, or you can buy it like that. And it, maybe it's not not hand crocheted. But even better, if you can get someone to crochet you a sweater or a vest or something Um, I love this and why do I love it two reasons one it looks vintage right away and you know I'm a big big vintage lover but I know the question is probably well how do you wear this without looking like your grandma not that there's anything wrong with that but you probably don't want to look like one if you're not right so here's how I would wear it and this is why I love it I would mix it with menswear pieces So I would wear, if think of men's wear trousers, wide leg, maybe they're gray with pinstripes, maybe they're black, maybe they're brown houndstooth, a man's trouser for a woman, but a men's inspired trouser, wide leg, right? White button down shirt, a crocheted vest over that. The shirt tails are out. You don't tuck it in. You could tuck it in to be neat, but you make it a little, like, you know, fashion forward. You kind of roll up the sleeves so it's like you're working and, you know, you look. You don't look too perfect. That's how I would wear it. And then a really feminine heel. I would wear probably a pointy heel, a pump, or maybe a boot, but I would wear some, something feminine on, on my feet. Something, uh, heel, a heel. That's how I would wear it. Um, another way to wear it, if you're talking about maybe a... a Sweater, maybe a cardigan. Um, I would do something similar. You could also do it with jeans. I would do maybe a wide leg cropped jean with maybe, let's say, a t shirt underneath and then the crocheted cardigan. And then I would pair that with also a high heel. I would keep, you've got to keep the balance. You've got to throw in something very feminine, maybe something masculine, and then it makes it interesting. And it makes it fun. You could do it with jeans and sneakers, too. could also be fun, like weekend wear. You know, maybe it's a little crocheted sweater. And how fun would that be? So that's how I would wear it. Um, And also on my list is sweater vest, which I just mentioned. This we did see starting last year. I actually remember seeing more and more in um, the uh, more inexpensive stores. I remember seeing them in the H&Ms and the Zaras of the world um, vests. So I love – this is probably my – besides a blazer, because I'm a blazer girl, this is probably my second favorite wardrobe piece for the fall is a vest. So over-the-head vest I'm talking about. So, oh, okay. a, so a knitted, yeah. What? First of all, they're unisex. Men, women, doesn't matter. Men, I, I feel like you can wear both, I, you know, depending on your preference of color and pattern. I certainly love... um I would wear a men's vest for sure, and wear it oversized. You know, with something a little more fitted on the bottom. Um, I like this. This is very sort of preppy meets grandma. And again, I I like the oversized fit worn with maybe I um, dare I say a skinny jean, <laughs> or maybe just a more fitted jean on the bottom. You've got to if you're wearing oversized on top, you've got to wear something more fitted on the bottom. So I would do that, or you just also cropped vests. I've seen a lot of over the head knit V neck, and they're more cropped. For ladies, I've seen a lot of those and a lot of fun, different colors. That's a fun take. That's a little bit more reminiscent of like prep school, I would say, or like a school uniform. Um, Did I have a sweater vest? Yes, I did. In my, I'm thinking of my school uniform. Yes, I had a sweater vest. Obviously, it wasn't oversized. It was just regular fit. Um, But, yeah, so that would remind me of that. So I think that's why I would want the oversized. I don't know. I like playing with proportion. Also on the list... Big collars. So really dramatic detail in tops. We've seen this for spring. We've seen this actually, I wanted to say we started to see it last fall. So here it is again, another trend um, that we'll see for several diff- several seasons. So the collars are just huge. So I've seen a uh, picture, if you know what a Peter Pan collar is. You know what that is, Bob? It's kind of very rounded.
2: Yes. Yeah. And they're normally rather... Small,
1: yeah, yeah, so they're now huge, they're coming out like really big, almost wow. to your shoulder, yeah, they're just really exaggerated do
2: they do they stick up your neck they quite d- ways, too?
1: no, no, oh. they're still just regular height oh, yeah. on your neck, they just come down along your you know by your collarbone and uh-huh. out around your shoulder it, this one I'm not loving because here's why it could easily look like to me like a clown collar, <laughs> oh. So it depends. It's really personal taste. I know I have a good friend of mine who loves these. And she loves it because the type of blouse she's it's a blouse. It's very very soft and feminine look. It's like lace um or like a denim denim blouse with a lacy collar or it's just a white blouse with very very like ruffly. Um I don't I don't love it. I think it's very specific of who can wear it. I, like I said, it either feels like clown collar-ish to me or it feels Little House on the Prairie-ish to me and not in a good way. Um, or it could look dated if it's on the wrong person who's – that's just not your style. Um, here's a trick, though. I learned this. Some of them have detachable collars. Oh. Some of them. So if you can get one, they have like little buttons in the back to undo it. I think that's, that could be the key. Hmm. Because, the, you know, you're just wearing that. You're not really wearing anything over it because then you would hide the collar. You know, you're just wearing that. And it's, it's a commitment. It's a big, it's like red lipstick. It's a commitment. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Also, for me, I'm quite petite, my frame. I feel like it's just too much. Like, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather, if I'm going to draw attention up to my face, which is fine, I'd rather do it with like a scarf or a necklace or a great pair of earrings. I don't know. The collar just looks too much to me. It looks a... It just looks like it's overwhelming. So, but they're interesting. They're fun to look at. Also, like I said, also something I've seen in different price points. So, um, if you really want to look for one, you can, uh, what else on my list? Okay. I have kitschy cardigans, kitschy cardigans. So this kind of goes along with, um, the grandma sweater as well. Mm -hmm. Um, they're knitted, they're chunky. A lot of them are cropped, um,
2: did you see in the Olympics one of the one of the uh, men's um,
1: yes the Brit. Yes, yeah, he
2: he knit a sweater while yes. he was there.
1: And first of all, the moment I saw that, I loved the fact that he was doing that um, because immediately I knew, you know, that helps with anxiety. That's a very known mm-hmm. thing. And in, in fact, once upon a time, I wanted to learn to knit for that very reason because uh-huh. someone else told me, said, yeah, it really helps with ang- when you've got anxiety. And um, so I knew right away why he was doing it, but I thought. Oh that's so cool. Yeah, I yeah. saw I saw the end result too.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the only thing I did see. I didn't see him doing
1: it. I saw him actually sitting. There was a picture of him. Uh, with it on his lap, and it was maybe, you know, 8 by 10. It was mm. just starting to take shape, and he was knitting. And then I saw a picture on social media later where he had it on. Yeah, and, and saw the the some patches of it. on it. And yes. Yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. But you see, first of all, I mean, whether he's doing that f- because it's a trend or it helps his anxiety or both, we don't mm. know. But I thought, how cool did that look? It was something handmade, and it was just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad he was doing it. And I'm glad he was doing it there. It shows, you know, his artistic style side it shows he's human and Mm. you know here's what he's doing it it said a lot I thought Um, so yes love but again exactly like that that's what I'm talking about is what this trend is so really it's just like wearing art you know so you've all got to go out and learn how to crochet, <laughs> <laughs> unless you've got someone that can do it for you, which I don't think I do. Not anymore. Not in my life. No. Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to learn. I tried once upon a time, and I tried crochet because I understand that knitting is harder. At least that's what I was told. Oh. Yeah. Um, There's a way, I think there's a way, I had a loom too once. I think that's like a a way to kind of cheat. Not cheat, but, you know, the easier way to do it with like a loom. Hmm. Or maybe it's for beginners or something. Yeah, yes, because you know what? I made a scarf. It's all coming back to me now. So I made a scarf. I thought it was really cool. Going to make a big cream scarf. And I wanted it to be like pretty wide. So I could kind of twist it and fold it and layer it. The only problem is I didn't realize it was super thick thick i mean it was like a good three inches thick wow i didn't realize that so i made it wide and thick so i put it on and i was like i'm gonna make it really that dramatic
2: that uh, scarf it was
1: really long too i mean it looked like i was in a neck brace it was <laughs> there's no way i could wear it i tried oh well failed attempt um okay so anyway this is what i love about a kitschy cardigan. I love. Uh, I think this is probably my favorite. Cardigans are my favorite because I like when they're thinner. One, you can layer it. I feel like when sweaters start to get too heavy and too thick, unless you're going skiing or you're in a really cold environment, it ends up being you know in this part of the, the country. I I feel like I always you're going in and out, cold, hot, cold, hot. I always end up sweating. So I prefer a cardigan, a boyfriend cardigan. What is that? That's one that's a little bit longer. Made by the very famous Coco Chanel. And it actually was her boyfriend's that she took. And that's what that's where it came from. And um, by the way, her boyfriend's name was Boy. That's why there's the famous Chanel Boy bag. That was his name was Boy. Oh. Uh, yes. Just give me a little, little history there. Um, but I like cardigans because, okay, so boyfriend is a little bit longer, a little bit wider, not super huge, a little bit wider. And then I like to layer it and then belt it. Like a little skinny belt looks so, f- maybe like a pair of cigarette pants or a fitted pant or even a legging, all, you know, and, and then a boot, like sort of an equestrian looking boot. That's the vibe I'm going for. Um, it's a little preppy, a little, almost even could look a little like Parisian. Um, Or you could pair it with wide-leg jeans and just wear it open with, like, a T-shirt tucked in. But I like the cardigan, specifically a boyfriend cardigan. I think this is a piece that everyone should have in their wardrobe in terms of, like, winter wardrobe Um, because you can do so much with it. I think it's very versatile. And remember, it takes the place of a jacket, a blazer, a big chunky sweater. Again, it's layering over something, a T-shirt or a button-down shirt. You could steal your husband's if he's he's in... Actually, my husband does have chunky cardigans. They're a little too thick for me. I think they're a little too heavy. I'd like them to be a little thinner. Um, Yeah, but again, I think when you wear it buttoned up with a skinny belt, I think that gives it such a nice feminine detail. um, And it gives you a shape. Because if you're wearing something oversized, sometimes you think, well, that tends to look too too big. Oompa loompa. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. And last on my list... I have ditzy prints. This is a thing. This isn't my word. Ditsy prints. So, what is a ditzy print? So, think wallpaper. Think tiny prints. Things like little tiny, like meadowy flowers, floral. It's very kind of sweet and, and, and definitely a nod to old fashioned type of uh, aesthetic. Mm. Um, that's what it is he prints it. And I'm seeing it a lot in jackets and in blouses. So that, so if you're a print girl, this is for you. If you're not a print girl or boy, um, try this. This is a great way to try it because it's kind of subtle. It's not a bold print. It's very small. And remember, a small print from a distance will read as a, as a solid, usually. <clears throat> you won't go, oh, my gosh, she's wearing a printed blazer. You know, you yeah. might – from a distance. So – <clears throat> Ditsy Prince is all the rage. So try that. Let me know how that goes. <laughs> all right. That'll do it for this week's Fashion Friday. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on
2: 1490
1: WGCH. Beauty Queen, Jean Kelly. Ferdinand Stare. Ginger Rogers. Dance on air. They had style. They had grace. Rita Hayward, Gave good faith. Lauren. Catherine. Manitou. Betty Davis.
0: AM 1490 and FM 105.5 WGCH Greenwich. The Taliban is claiming they have captured Kandahar, the birthplace of their movement and the second largest city in Afghanistan. It's the 12th provisional capital overrun by the Taliban in about a week. President Biden has put another 3,000 boots on the ground to assist the...